Hello, welcome to Practicing Life Podcast with me, your host, Ashley Pitzer. I am a powerful ascension coach, a dual certified hypnotist, and a best-selling fantasy author, as well as a psychic oracle card reader and a channeler. Every day, I work with clients who are seeking to have a better quality of life. I assist seekers to eliminate undesirable past programming, to stop their self-sabotaging behavior, and remove limited thinking. I teach you to honor yourself and to trust your inner knowing. I bring you back to your heart and I bridge you between this reality and the spiritual realm. If you are ready to discover who you are and your greatest potential, then stay tuned. Or reach out to me for one-on-one coaching. Now, let's align your mind, body, and spirit and celebrate you because you matter. All right. Hi, everybody. This is Ashley Pitzer with Practicing Life Podcast. And today I have a special guest speaker. This is Janice. And Janice is going to introduce herself. But I wanted to bring Janice on on my, I almost said show, on my podcast because <laughs> One, I believe in what Janice is doing. Two, I think we all know somebody who's been affected by drugs and alcohol. I would tell you actually yesterday, somebody very close to me just died from Mm. the health conditions, you know, that doing years of drugs caused on their body. So, I mean, this is a big deal. We probably all know some, I mean, we're always talking about cancer, right? We're always like, somebody you know has died of cancer well somebody you know has died because of drug and alcohol like you know and so I really believe in what Janice is doing and I I, we're going to hear her story and um I want to provide you all with a resource which is her (laughs) so you guys have somebody to go to who has been through it and we we are we are sister souls here we're both little yoga meditation lovelies and Anyway, I will turn this over to you all, or to you all. I will turn this over to you, Janice, and let's hear it. Well, hello, Ashley. Thanks so much for having me on your on your show. This is totally your show. I, <laughs> I should have said to everyone, Janice cracks me up. She's just naturally <laughs> funny, and I really love that about her. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and I, I will apologize in advance if I, you know, use too many expletives. I'm really trying to curb that habit. Um, so yes, hello, everybody. Thanks for, again, thanks for having me on. Um, my name is Janice. Um, I am a recovering person. I'm like recovering from everything, but I was a, uh, <laughs> I was a, pretty severe alcoholic and drug addict for a good part of my life, but um, that is not the case anymore. Um, I did I did find my sobriety through the rooms of 12 steps, um, but I have been sort of de- detached from that for quite a few years now. Um, I, uh, I use, I really use a lot of like fitness meditation, um, people like Ashley, like this, you know, sort of like spiritual self-development community to work on my recovery. Um, and yeah, I, I, I've lost friends and family members, uh, from alcoholism and drug addiction. I, um, just lost my nephew, um, a little over a year ago to, um, an accidental overdose. He was, uh, 
how old was he? 30, 31, 32. It was young, young, yeah, um, newly married, yeah. one, one year old, one year old son when he, when he died. Um, and like, I, I like that you mentioned how, like we, we treat cancer, you know, somebody comes to you, it's like, Oh my God, I have, I have cancer or whatever. And of course people are like, Oh my God, that's terrible. What can I do to help? Um, and I have found with alcoholism and drug addiction, it's like, well, what's your problem? Like, get your shit together, uh, you know, and it, it really needs to be looked at the same way. Like, this yeah. is, you know, like, this is devastating lives. And um, with, I mean, I think like fentanyl is the lead cause of death from people ages like 18 to, to 45 or something like that, like fentanyl. Yeah, <laughs> that's, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. But, and people still want to judge, you know, people that, that struggle with drugs and alcohol. So I, I am very passionate about this. Um, I do, you know, I, I think like my approach to it may be a little unconventional for people that are, um, you know, sort of in the, the rigid rooms of the t- 12 steps it really did. It saved my life. It really helped me. I, lo- I met a lot of fantastic people, but after about five or six years in that program, I realized like there was some programming from that I needed to undo. <laughs> yeah. It's um, true. Okay, yeah. So let's yeah. back up a little bit. Cause you know, I like to get into the nitty gritty. What yeah. was your rock bottom? What did it look like? Oh, which one? <laughs> All right. I get that because you go through cycles, you start to get traction and going the right direction. And that, and, and I don't know if it's the same way, but at least for me with coaching um, weight loss, people will make really good progress in weight loss and something will happen. And then it goes back to like, if this was their point A and they lost weight, they will go way back to here. So it will be like, yes. Yeah. So their rock bottom becomes a new rock bottom. Yes, hundred percent. Um, I, I've, I've had a lot of really low points through my life. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and it's funny because like the low point that got me to finally like surrender, <laughs> yes. um, uh, really wasn't anything, uh, tragic or anything. I, you know, I was like, is getting ready for work. I, of course I woke up late because I just had, you know, it's spent all my time doing drugs. Um, woke up late trying to get ready for work. I've got one pant leg on my three dogs are looking at me like, are you going to walk us? My, my apartment's a mess. My marriage is in shambles. I'm a mess. I'm in shambles. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and I'm like, I'm trying to get high. Like I'm like, try, you know, I'm just like smoking weed, crushing up my pills, whatever, like trying to get high before work. And, um, it, you know, it was just kind of like, this is ridiculous. Like what the F am I doing? And, um, so that, you know, it was kind of that moment I reached out to, uh, reach out to a couple people and, uh, that was February of 2014, but, um, I will backtrack a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so I was a pretty severe drug addict, drug addict and alcoholic from, you know, my mid twenties into my, my, you know, late thirties, early forties when I got sober. Um, but it was really, you know, through my mid thirties that like shit got crazy. Um, I was drinking daily, blacking out, you know, 
regularly. Um, I had seen a psychiatrist because even though I didn't make the connection that like the alcohol that I was drinking was causing my anxiety, causing my depression, you know, causing like all this tumult in my life. Um, I went to a psychiatrist and he's like, oh, well, you know, you're bipolar and you're depressed and, you know, you've got ADHD and he put me on Adderall, which I had heard about Adderall, but like my, my ears pricked up, like, I know what that is. <laughs> this, this could be, this could be fun. <laughs> Yeah, I'm open to this. Um, I'm open to this. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna prescribe me speed. This is amazing. Like I, I had to buy this in Chicago on a street corner. So now I can get it from my doctor. <laughs> now it's excusable. Uh, yeah, totally, totally. Um and, and so he prescribed me the Adderall and he prescribed me uh what was it like clonopin or Ativan, which is a benzo benzodiazepine, oh. you know, like Xanax, Valium, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, and is what my daughter has for seizures so holy cats yeah it's just yeah it's nothing to it's it's not it's not like aspirin like it's kind of a big deal yeah um and he told me that like well you know the Adderall is going to give you a little perk. you know energy a little perk so the clonopin you're going to take at the end of the day to kind of reel yeah. you back in and I mean my head was exploding like a doctor is giving me this. This is amazing. I mean, just totally addict thinking. Like, I'm not thinking about like, I'm going to heal my depression and my, like, I don't even think I have ADHD. Like, I was just like, my life was a mess because I was a drunk, you know? <laughs> well, and, and um, that's the point though. Doctors are treating the symptoms. They're not treating the root cause. And so all of their seeing is hey, at the end of the day, you have a list of these features and these features match this diagnosis so I can give you this pill. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He never asked me about my history. Like, I mean, you know, I, I think my initial appointment with him was like a half an hour long. Like, how are you going to get to the root of any of these issues in a half an hour consultation? Mm -hmm. And like, we're, you know, my brain is just like, give me drugs, give me drugs. And his brain is like, I'm going to sell you some drugs. I can make some money. Right. <laughs> going to keep my customers satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so that I would say was kind of like, you know, really like the wick to like the bomb that was going to like blow my life apart. Like it had been steadily like crumbling for a long time. And I had like periods of sobriety. I, I mean, I use air quotes sobriety in my life where like I quit drinking for a couple of years. So like, you know, I'd still like smoke a little pot or take Xanax or whatever. Never really, you, you know, worked a program. Um, but it was at that point that it was just like, it really, it, everything really sped up, you know? Yeah, depending um, on the path you take, you can still be functional. Like that's why they say functional alcoholics. They can do this for years and still be oh, functional. Yeah. But it's just this very slow step of the next step, getting a little deeper, a little deeper. But the entire time, it's like you you mentally and emotionally adjust to it and it becomes the new norm and you don't see the the progress. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Like yeah, everything just gets a little worse every day. I, I mean, there's like, I don't know if it's like some old Buddhist quote or something like that, where it's like, you know, you kill, a, you can kill a frog slowly by like putting them in a pot of water and like turn the oh, heat yeah, up yeah, yeah. slowly, slowly, yeah. slowly. I mean, it's, I feel like that's kind of like what addiction and alcoholism is. It's like, you don't 
like you can see the craziness happening around you or, you know, in my case, anyway, like I could see the, the craziness around me, but I could never like look at myself to like see my role in it. Of course, I wanted to blame like my partners or my family or my work or like, uh, you know, it was I, like, I never, yeah, yeah, hundred <clears throat> percent. Um, so, you know, in like, in some regards, I'm glad that it, of course, I'm glad that it happened because it like woke my ass up and, you know, changed my life, but like, it got, it got dark fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, within a couple of years, I, or, I mean, not even a couple of years, I mean, within a year, I was going through my Adderall, like within a week and a half, I was crushing it and snorting it with my, my Clonopin, um, <laughs> chasing it with, you know, chasing it with, with whiskey or tequila, you know, tequila, whatever alcohol I had. Um, I mean, my, my, I'm divorced now, but my husband at the time, who's, he's a great guy. I mean, he'd come home from work. He um, worked for Trader Joe's, uh, not that that matters, but you know, he'd get home at like 11 o'clock at night. And I, you know, I'd be like in full, like drag regalia, like just at home, like, you yeah. know, wearing a boa, like full face of makeup, walking around in high heels in a total blackout. And he's like, what, what is going on with you? <laughs> and I wake up the next morning, like what happened? And yeah, like at that time, like this was my old Facebook account, which doesn't exist anymore. Thank God. But I'd be like, Oh shit. What did I say? Yeah. What did I do? <laughs> and then, and then a lot of people, because that's so embarrassing and shameful for them, then that just turns around and they reach for like more things to buffer with. Oh, so it, it gets absolutely. a cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it like, it like caught the attention of other people. And so like, you know, I had these sort of dms showing up in my account of like dudes like hey you look pretty fun and wild and i was so desperate for yeah love and attention and i mean i, I call it love and attention now but i mean it was just like i was just so desperate to be healthy but like didn't know how to do it you know and was like looking everywhere else except you know inside in, inside like get your shit together Janice so like oh this guy's gonna solve my problem because he thinks I'm cute and funny and so you know yeah um so and yeah that this is like even outside of drugs and alcohol this is how our society operates because we've been trained I gotta go into my my subconscious reprogramming spiel I have to say this all the time I'm like but people don't understand the moment you are born you are trained to look to other people to tell you are you good enough are you yes. likable? Are you smart enough? Are you funny? You're always looking to other people for this validation. And so it's like, it doesn't, you don't even need to have a, an addiction of any sort. It's that in itself is an addiction. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, and, and I feel like this is something that has really changed my life. Like in the last couple of years, like finding, uh, you know, finding Jim Fortin, doing his program, like, you know, meeting all the great people like, like you and Mary Lou and, um, you know, everybody else in the group, um, has really like cemented that into my brain, like getting sober, definitely. Like, like I was on the path, I was feeling good. My life was getting better, but I still had so much like loathing toward myself and then you know because like in the 12-step 
you know, 12 step rooms. It's like, I'm Janice, I'm an alcoholic, I'm a drug addict. And like, after saying that for a couple of years, I was like, this feels like an albatross around my neck. Like, yeah, like, yeah I, I get it. Like, I, I can't, not even that I can't, like, I don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to snort my pills anymore. I don't want to, you know, buy drugs or find drugs on the floor of a bathroom and do them, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's um, like, there's no forgiveness because you constantly have to remind yourself of some shameful event, even if you've moved past it. Yes. Yes. So, um, so yeah, like, like really like owning my worth and owning my value, understanding my value and even just like understanding what I value has been like a super big game changer for me. Like, I feel like I can go out in the world today and just, you know, regardless of what happens, like feel pretty unaffected by it because it's like, I know I'm good. I know I'm good. I love myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I have, I take good care of myself. You know, I'm, you know, I'm in recovery today. I do want to like, I always want to put the caveat, like I, I, I will use THC occasionally. Um, I, I just, I feel like because there is some stuff that's stuck from AA, like rigorous honesty is one of them. And so I do feel like I like to put that out there because I don't want to be like, I'm trying to hide anything. Um, but I, like, that was never my, my drug of choice. Like it was alcohol, speed and pills, you know? Um, so, <laughs> excuse me, but like, yeah, I, I just feel like my life today is, I just move through it with so much more ease and so much more grace and so much more like, you know, acceptance and understanding um, that like even in, you know, five years into my sobriety, working, working a program, working with a sponsor, reading all the books, you know, giving it up to God, as they say, like, I was still like, why? the F do I hate myself? Like, I still, like, I don't like who I am. I don't like, you know, like what's going on or whatever. Um, and, uh, I, th I think like the big, one of the big changes in that for me was, which I mean, I could go on a whole nother like tangent about CrossFit, but like when I, when I like really found, like found CrossFit, got de dedicated into it and started, um, coaching a class, for people in like I was the coach where I was the coach, co you know, coaching people in recovery. And like, that's where I learned, like, you know, let's drop this. I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drug addict. Like let's call ourselves, you know, a sober, a sober person in active recovery or something to that effect. Um, now I just say like, I'm Janice and I'm a person that chooses to live a life of recovery, you know? Yeah. So. I'm going to tie this back into cancer. Cause I already went there once. Right. Because a lot of people who have, had cancer and they no longer have cancer, there's this big thing about they don't want to call themselves a survivor, right? Because then that's constantly living in that energy and yes. putting them in that place. And so they may change it to like, I'm a, th you know, thriver, or I'm a, like you're saying, I'm a person who had. So it's all about that whole identity contents. And like, that's what you're saying. Like, you were like, no, I'm not going to con constantly berate myself. Yes. And call myself a name to label myself this way. I'm going to choose to empower myself. And I love yes. that, that you're essentially saying that you came to a point where you decided that you have the authority to decide that you're worthy. Like, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And which, which is, yeah, just been a huge, a huge game changer. So, um, 
Yeah. And we'll yeah. start with this CrossFit because like this, this was your turning point. So, I mean, I've gotten to know Janice over the years, just to backtrack a little bit. I probably should have said this at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> but Janice and I met through a program called TCP and Jim Fortin is the coach of this, the mentor for all of us, but it was such a beautiful community because it doesn't matter what you're facing or what you're dealing with. We were all in the personal development, wanting to have a better life. And so everybody of all different, you know, places, situations, group, whatever could come to this one place and get coached together. And we all became friends. So even though I may never have had a drug and alcohol addiction, I still was able to connect with Janice and see her story and know her, you know, and like, likewise, she was able to see me and see my struggles, my struggles with perfectionism, which I'm always coaching on. <laughs> so, because I want people to have a better life. Um, and so, and I got to see Janice, you know, turn everything around and it's super exciting to see that. And, um, so yeah, Janice went into CrossFit and started teaching other people because she found, you know, she found like she, through trial and error, she found something that worked for her and what works for you may work for somebody else. And so now you're like building this whole business to help people who have been there, done that and want something better specifically yes. in this avenue. So it started with CrossFit. So let's go. What was that like? Well, cause you first probably came in, I'm going to imagine that you first probably came in just to learn it for yourself, not because somebody modeled, this is a way of healing for you. No, no. I, I, I had two girlfriends that were talking about it. My one girlfriend, uh, Melissa, she'd been into, into it for a couple of years quite a few years before I got into it. And um, just listening to what she had to say about it, seeing that the changes, not only in her physical body, but just like mentally, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And this was when I was in like the throes of my addiction. And I remember like Googling, you know, CrossFit gyms in my area. You know, I was like, oh my God, this is really expensive. And then I'm like looking up the workouts. I don't know like 90% of what they're talking about. So then I Googled what burpees are. And I was like, that looks miserable. Like, yeah. I just want to like run on the treadmill and do some yoga. Like this is not my jam. Um, and then fast forward a few years, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm in recovery at this point. And uh, I'm, uh, I was working with my, a girlfriend of mine, Steph. And at the time I was in, like, again, I'm, I'm in recovery and I'm dating somebody who is wildly abusive, like physically, sexually, mentally. So yeah, like just because I got sober, like I was still making terrible decisions. <laughs> well, that was still your known. That was yes. still your known. That was still your familiar. So even though you did the work internally, it takes a long time for the external environment to match the internal environment. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. And again, because I still like, you know, like if I went into sobriety, like absolutely hating myself at you know two years sober, I was like, well, I you know, I don't want to kill myself anymore. So that's a good thing. But I wasn't like in love with myself. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, that's so yeah, yeah, totally. So it's like, you know, they show the line. It's not like this upward trajectory. It is no, like, you totally <laughs> want it to be linear. <laughs> yeah, You're right. Yeah. Sometimes you do take two steps back and that is part of the journey. 
Yes, a hundred percent. And sometimes you free fall, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I um, I was working with my girlfriend staff who, you know, she was really into CrossFit and telling me about it. And she was showing me some videos on her phone and she was doing a snatch. Now, Melissa and Steph are amazing, wonderful women, but like, you know, they didn't look like, uh, you know, I mean, if anybody's bodybuilders, like, if you know, you think of like CrossFit athletes, like Tia Claire Toomey or Sage Bergner or whatever. Um, if, yeah, if anybody knows who they are, but, uh, you know, they're, they weren't like these big muscly bodybuilding women. Like they looked like me, right. Like just average, but I was like, wow, that is amazing. So I, I don't even know what the weight was on her barbell, but to see her do like a full, you yeah. know, Olympic snatch, like catching it in the squat. I was like, yeah. I want to do, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, I mean, I'll just put a side comment in here. Cause as somebody who's taught fitness for years and still a personal trainer, right? Like I see this a lot where if you can get somebody to work on their body and feel strong in their body, it starts to strengthen their mind. And like, it starts to triple out things because there's a connection between your mind and your body. So maybe your mind can't get there first, but your body can lead the way. Yes. And that's what I see. I see this quite often, like you're saying CrossFit, but it can be a different form of exercise. Oh yeah. Like it can even be something like yoga, like gentle, it can be something like running, but when you get into the part where you start training your body, it can help shift everything with your mind. And I particularly like weightlifting for women because we, here we go with my feminist stuff. We live in (laughs) where women have are you know told to be submissive and you know that they have to look for their approval to other people and that they're the helper you know and so lifting weights makes you empowered physically and that can change everything on your external world so I mean CrossFit is not gonna I mean can I do a snatch yes it's not my forte, but I totally yeah. love it when people go to that direction, what whatever it may be, because it's still creating such dynamic effects in the body. Then yes, and that helps yes. your mind. Oh, I mean, uh, absolutely, absolutely. When you my... get in the zone, when you get in the zone, do you not feel clarity at that point? Oh yeah, I. I'm going to share this story because this, this is like, this was the game changer for me. Like, I feel like this was more of all the rock bottoms I had in my life. Like I've also had some like, you know, moments to raise you up. Exactly. And, um, so I found this CrossFit gym. I was going for a couple of weeks, like, you know, learning everything. And like, there's a a few movements that I, I picked up, um, pretty, pretty easily because like, you know, when I was a kid, I was a gymnast, I was a dancer, uh, not great, by the way, like just for fun after school programs, like I want to clarify that, but <laughs> um, so there was some things that like, I figured out pretty quickly, but um, I was maybe like three weeks into going, you know, three, four times a week, and um, the skill was rope climbs. I've never climbed a rope in my life, ever, and so the coach was like, you know, and of course, you know, this old Janice is like, I can't climb a rope. I've never climbed a rope. You want me to climb that rope? Like, no. Um, and he's like, no, I'm going to show you how to do it. It's all in your legs. And I was like, what? So he sat me down on the box, showed me how to wrap my legs, 
and you, you know, you get the rope wrapped around your feet, you kind of pull your knees up and, you know, stand yourself up out of the bottom. I climbed the rope. I mean, immediately, like climbed, you know, I think it was 10 feet, but like, I swear to God, actually, at the top of that rope, I, I, I could have been up there for 20 minutes, but I'm sure it was only like a few seconds, but like, I'm like, <laughs> what, what the fuck am I doing with my life with this guy with like, look what I can do. Like, yeah. I just learned this. A what sense else? Of achievement. Yeah. Achievement, power, like, yes. you know, my self-esteem. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm way more powerful than I think. <laughs> like, yeah. stronger than I think. Um, and so that was like, you know, that was sort of the defining moment. I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm never quitting CrossFit. Like, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. And um, I think that was like, you know, early December, something like that, 2016. And by uh, January 2017, like after the last fight that yeah, I got into with this dude I was dating, like, I knew it was a physical fight and I could feel like just that little bit of strength that I gained, like pushing him off me. I was like, yeah, oh my God, you. like, I don't, I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. And yeah. I was like, get out of my house. Don't ever call yeah. me again. Like, just disappear into the void you piece of garbage whatever um <laughs> and i like i'm saying that to him but then like i also think i'm saying it like to the old janice like yeah you, you know your time is done you're powerful you're strong like you can make an impact in your life and like and as i've been doing that like now i'm like you know i would love to make an impact in other people's lives too you know um so like that's been, you know, the last year or so, like that's kind of been more of my focus. Um, I had, I, you know, I had the class that I was coaching at my gym for, um, you know, my friends in recovery and stuff like that. So um, back it up so the audience can understand. So like what Janice did was that she saw CrossFit was really beneficial to her and her recovery and her self-love and her healing. So she started volunteering, teaching people specifically like if you were uh, recovering from drugs or alcohol you could go and take CrossFit with the Janice for free and she would help not only train you but be there as a mentor and support for you and whatever you were experiencing in your life around those topics yes yes which and I, I really really enjoyed it but right now I'm um we've had a lot of change in the last couple of months in our lives so I'm at a new gym. I'm hoping um, I can start offering this class <clears throat> at my new gym. Um, I have to talk to him about it. But um, yeah, I mean, just the, the feedback that I got from, um, you know, I, like a, a lot of the people that were coming were like people that I knew from 12-step. Um, I did, uh, you know, I attracted this one woman, Amanda, who, I mean, we became fast friends and, uh, you know, we're so close today. She lives in Georgia now, but, um, I mean, she came in kind of in a very similar, uh, you know, similar way, like, you know, in a terrible marriage, very abusive, um, you know, she could try, you know, tried committing suicide, that sort of thing. I mean, she came in so broken and I'd been there. Like, I don't even know how many times I've tried to, off myself in the past and had been hospitalized for it. So, I mean, like we had a, a really deep connection with like trauma, pain mm -hmm. and that sort of thing, but we were both like 
ready to like, okay, like we have this trauma and pain. I get it. Like we're going to work through this together and figure it out. And, um, I mean, she tells me every day, not every day, but like every time I talk to her, like you have no idea what you and your class did for me. I mean, she's crushing it now. She's got a, a beautiful place in Georgia. She's got a new job. Um, you know, she's very, she's, uh, deeply Christian. She's like very connected to her church. She's like doing speaking engagements for churches now. I mean, she's just to see the transformation that she's gone through. And she, you know, she always like, you know, she just turns a lot of it back to me. Like, yeah, you know, like you were a huge part of this and I, to be honest, forward. like, yeah, yeah. And like to hear that is, of course I'm like, Oh, stop it. You know, <laughs> what do I know? You know? Um, I'm still not great at taking compliments, but like, but I mean, because I, you know, I had the same transformation and because her and I were able to like work together and work through a lot of that stuff, like, you know, she really helped me come out of my show because I still, you know, was just coaching from like a small place. Like, Hey guys, you're ready to do this. You know, like, um, and she's like, dude, you, you have power. Like you have this energy right. that, you know, you need to like shine it, like sh- let it shine, let it out, put, you know. Cause I, I mean, I just did it a little while ago, like, you know, like, like I do CrossFit, but I'm like, I'm not great at it. I just enjoy doing it. Right. But she's like, no, like who cares if you're not great at it? Like you found your thing, it makes you stronger and it makes you help other people. So let that, let that be the narrative, not, you know, and this is, this is something I see quite frequently where, um, you know, people, they have something that they know that they can make an impact on, but they get into this, but I'm not the number one. Like I have to be up there and they have this perception that keeps them stuck. And, you know, like for instance, um, I'm writing a book, right? But if I let the fact that grammar is not my specialty, I do not know the grammar rule. I would (laughs) never get this book out to the world. And this book is so freaking amazing, amazing you know, and like, that's just it. Like you, there's these concepts that you have to let go of. Um, and a lot of people, you know, what do they say? Like, you know, you don't do blood off, you'll be a teacher. Like, I don't know what the saying is. That's why I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Well, oh oh yeah. Point, like, right? those, like, those who can't do teach or those who yeah. can't do coach or yeah. <laughs> yeah because like a, a lot of times the coaches aren't the ones who are the the most talented because if they were the most talented they would be off doing the performance they'd be competing your, yeah. <laughs> yeah your your talent is in in how you connect to people and how you are the catalyst like that is your talent yes yeah yeah and that's and that that's really what i enjoy getting out of it i mean I, you know i of course i do like to push myself but like you know i I love seeing the way the, especially the other women at my gym, you know, the new gym that I'm at, the old gym that I came from, like to to see what those women can do is really inspiring. And, you know, when I, when I first started, it was like, Oh, never be like that. And I, I just w- had to be like, no, this is your source of inspiration. These are your friends. You know, these people ask them how they did it. Ask them, you know, like, how did you get from point A to point B? How did you get to be able to do, you know, 30 unbroken strict pull-ups, which, you know, like I still can't do, but whatever. (laughs) Um, And, you know, just kind of like, like reframing my, like the meaning that I'm putting on things. And like, that was a big, you know, again, another big catalyst for me. And so like, I, you know, I, 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 that's what I would like to be 
I don't want this to sound corny or like that, that's what I would like to be for no. other people. Like I, I would love for another 40 some odd year old woman who might be struggling with, you know, drinking drugs, doom scrolling. I mean, really, there's like no shortage of things for us to be addicted to. It doesn't have to be <laughs> drugs and alcohol, right? right? Like mindless <laughs> perfectionism, totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, it's, it, it, I feel like it's all sort of rooted in the same, you know, the same neural pathways, right? Yeah. Um, like I, that's w- what I would like to be for other people. It's just like, Hey, you're stuck. You, you, you feel like you can't put this down. Like, let's, you know, let's get to the root of the issue and like, you know, try to break you out of this. And like, yeah, I don't think that like, Oh, CrossFit's going to save your life and like whatever, but like, it's all part of the puzzle, you know? And I, I feel like that's, that's what I felt like was lacking in, in my, I always feel like I have to say in my experience with 12 step was like, I, that just felt like the puzzle. And the more I sort of like grew in my recovery, I was like, there's so many more pieces to all the traumas that I've experienced, like not only just with drugs and alcohol, but just like trauma throughout my life and how I grew up and my family and all that. And like putting that whole mosaic together to kind of like, oh, this now it all makes sense, like where these behaviors are coming from and where these thought patterns are coming from and where I hold myself back and where, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but like, you know, if I could be, a, you know, a piece of that puzzle for somebody else, like that's, you know, that that's what I that's what I would like. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go in two different directions. So bear with me. So one part of this is what I'm hearing. And I believe this to be true just in general is that part of your recovery, it wasn't just finding this, this CrossFit activity, but it was also the community. So you, you had the community of what you created in CrossFit. You had the community of um, TCP, the, the group that we were on as far as something social network. Yes. Um, like but a healthy that, social network. <laughs> right. That, that was, that was just it because, you know, you needed to have your external environment start to shift in a new direction. So I wanted to make sure that was spotlighted for people so that they're listening. And, and if they are sitting here struggling, if you are somebody right now who is struggling with something in your life, like here's a tip that's been, you know, communicated to you is find the people that you want to do, you know, be like, do like, go in that direction. Yes. And, um, and then the other thing I want to, you know, point out to people is like Janice has been there. Okay. And not only has she been there, but she's also been working for a, a period of time now helping other people get through this. So if you've gone through the 12 step process and maybe you've backslid or maybe it didn't work out for you, or maybe you didn't agree with it, or maybe you've been in it in a really long time like Janice was, but then you were still struggling with, I love myself, even though I'm going to put this, like, even though Janice is here to help recovery, she's really, what she's saying is that she's like a coach. She's a coach that can help you. So let's go to this point now, like you've identified who you can help, you know? So let's go to how, how would you help them? What does it look like? I'm coming to you. I've gotten <laughs> off of drugs. I'm still struggling with alcohol. I get binge drunk all the time. I black out. Help me. Like, what, what would you offer me? 
Um, well, what the what I tr was trying to create or have created or whatever is um, it, it, I've been calling it functional recovery. I'm still not married to that, whatever. But um, I've sort of took the 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 tenets of CrossFit, which is um, constantly varied functional movements performed at high intensity. Um, but I've sort of manipulated it to sort of fit like that broader, like healing perspective, um, functional, like functional tools performed at dedicated intensity. Um, oh God, now I can't remember. <laughs> it's not funny yeah. when you sit on the spot, what happens to your brain? <laughs> right, powering yeah. down. Um, but anyway, what I think has been um, a boon for me is like finding all of the different tools in recovery. So, you know, it, yeah, your toolbook is stacked. My toolbook, them all. <laughs> I have them all. Um, so, like, even though, like, I'm, you know, I'm not a not part of a twelve step program anymore. Like, if somebody feels like they need that or they want that any sort of recovery community. Uh, the recovery community that I really connected with was Refuge Recovery, which is more Buddhist-based. Um, uh, it, uh, they're just, they're not as, as easy to find. I mean, there's, there's an AA meeting like every hour of the day, it seems like. Um, I really liked Refuge Recovery. Um, I sort of identify more with like that Eastern thought, Eastern philosophy, um, but yeah. Yoga, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. There's even, um, I think it's called uh, 12 YSR, something like that, or YSR 12, which oh, is okay. kind of taking the 12-step program and marrying it with yoga, yeah. um, which again, you can find it online. And I don't love, um, like, I, I, I like meeting in person in a group. So that, that is why I liked going to, to meetings and stuff. Like, I, I, I did like that fellowship and that community. Um, but like, yeah, finding some kind of, you know, small recovery community that, that you are comfortable with, um, moving your body every day, I think is huge. And it, like, like you said, Ashley, it doesn't have to be CrossFit, but some sort of movement, um, meditation, quiet time, um, journaling, writing. I mean, it's so funny because it's like, it all sounds like, well, yeah, like this, this is stuff like a lot of people do every day anyway, but like, when you put your focus on, <clears throat> you know, like, you know, when I'm in my meditations, you know, whether I'm doing a guided meditation or I'm just like meditating with, you know, my, my own quiet time um, and really investigating like what, what feelings are coming up um, and, you know, working through what, what is there, you know, um, I mean, my, I feel like my default has always been like chaos or sadness or destruction or whatever. Um, and, and that definitely feels like it's, it's not, you know, not as strong as it used to be, but it's, it does still show up. I was, I was triggered recently. I hate that word. I was triggered recently. Somebody said something to me and it just, you know, it just kind of struck me and like, I carried it with me for a couple of days. And, you know, when I was sitting in my meditation and it was just like, I, I gotta, like, it's not about them. It's not about the other person. It's like, why is this like affecting me so much? 
And just, you know, coming to the realization that's just like, you know, even though I've done a lot of work on my inner child and like the wounded little girl that lives inside, like she's much better, but still, you know, something will happen where I'll still be like, oh, I don't like that. Or I didn't like the way yeah. that felt. You know what I mean? And, but and the point is, is that's probably always going to happen. Just oh, yeah. Three. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um but kind of like but sitting now with you it have the and, tools to get through yeah, it so much faster. Exactly. So like, rather than being um, sort of dragged around by my thoughts and emotions that are almost never correct, <laughs> um, especially in like in those circumstances, um, I feel like now I'm able to, you know, acknowledge it, sit with it, release it. And, you know, and just, it's kind of like, okay, well, that's, that's gone now. And uh, I, you know, I, I still see it in, I mean, I, I see it in my family a little bit. Um, like, you know, with all the work that I've done, I do sort of like, now I can see like my mom's patterns. I love my mom. She's amazing. She's, you know, she's 35 years sober, but she, like when I talk to her, she's still very like, be careful driving. Oh, there's chemicals where you work. Be careful. I mean, she, I'm like, are you, have you always been this worried? You're my baby. I'm like, I am 47. Ma, like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Take a breath. It's okay. We're all okay. Yeah. And it, like, so I feel like because of the, the, the work that, you know, I've done in the last couple of years, and again, with, you know, knowing and working with, with friends like you and everything, it's like, I can see like, oh, well, look at that's where, that's where I got my anxiety from. That's, it's. <laughs> yeah, and I was actually going to say, just co coaching tip, coaching moment for my audience anyway. I'm not, not necessarily you, but like, right. Part of my job is educating people. I mean, I consider myself a teacher. I call myself a coach, but I'm a teacher too. So um, <laughs> emotions that come up today are from conditioned thoughts in the past. So yes. everything that comes up for you today as an emotion is based on something that you have been conditioned to feel when you get this thought. So that's why emotions sometimes aren't always relevant. Um, yes. And I, and I, and it's hard sometimes to teach people this because like part of what I do in my personal life, my personal belief is joy is my compass. So I'm always going to joy. Well, that's also based on past things. So as, as I grow and shed more layers, like a snake does, <laughs> like, and I get more and more into my like a true inner self, you will see what brings me joy today may be so different than 20 days ago. You yes. Know? And so anyway, whatever emotions are coming up for you right now is based on the past. And like Janice is saying, like some of the things that are going to come up for you is going to be like that anxiety just from making these changes and it being unknown. And that may cause you to go back to what is familiar because that's what you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there is a line in the big book that, uh, I, I, I still really like it. There's a certain sense of security in the familiar and um, yeah, like what has always been familiar for me, you know, from my past has always been, you know, struggle, chaos, mm -hmm. secrets, um, you know, mistrust, like, and, you know, like, in, 
even you know in the it'll be not well in February it'll be nine years that I have been free of alcohol and hard drugs um but uh yeah man like that's still like out of 47 years of life like yeah that's a good long time but it's like you know it it does take time to undo that stuff and I think like you know having awareness um and not just you know like awareness of your surroundings or like just that self-awareness and like you know feeling really feeling those triggers feeling in your body like where you know like oh they said something that you know rubbed you the wrong way it's like I could feel it in my chest or in my belly Mm -hmm. and it's you know before I would let it again like just tear me down where now I can kind of like you know put my hand on it breathe into it and sort of investigate it more and it's you know like you sort of think it through I mean there's again, there's another line in the 12 steps, like think the drink through if you want to, you know, if you did want to think or drink, whatever, like, where is that going to lead you? And I kind of look at like, you know, my, my, my triggers or whatever, like anything that sort of upsets me, like I kind of approach it the same way. Like think this through, like, why, you know, why am I, why is this affecting me? Why do I feel like this is, you know, why do I feel offended or angry or sad or whatever? And, you know, come to find out it's because like, oh, I was, you know, I was bullied on the playground when I was a little kid. And then, you know, this, this is that, this is exactly what that feels like, you know, rather than like, oh, I'm going to beat that guy's ass, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Um, So like awareness for me, like, you know, that awareness of mind is, is so, it's just so important because I feel like that's where a lot of growth comes from, you know, and like getting past a lot of that stuff. Yeah. You really can't make change without awareness. Yeah. Yeah. It, that really is kind of the first step to all of change. <clears throat> okay. So I really want to quickly touch on the fact that you, you are now certified as a meditation coach. Or yes. On that lines. Yes. So what, what other certifications, what other, you know, we know your history that qualifies you to do this. You've, you've got the training, you're working with people. So what, you know, I'm, I keep bringing it back to like, what do, what do you offer? What do you bring to people? Um, so, well, I have, a, I have my, um, like a, a, a meditation certification, um, life coaching certification, um, CrossFit level one, yoga, <laughs> um, So I, you know, what I I think what I bring to people is like, just, I mean, I guess in a physical sense, I'm a coach, um, but I I almost, what's that? I said, I see that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I would say like, you know, I'm more of like a mentor, you know, and and again, an AA, they call the sponsor. I mean, I like mentor because it's like, I don't ever want to, uh, like, I, I like working with people with, like, with where they're at. And, you know, I don't want to come from this place of like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, on some level with all the experiences that, that I've had, like, you know, on, on some level, I can connect with people. And, if, you know, if we can sort of have that, um, you know, like that sort of rapport with each other. So, um, I, I mean, I haven't really worked with anybody where I've like created a whole like meditation workout thing for them. Um, that is like something I would be willing to do if they were interested in it. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, if somebody wanted to reach out to me, just like, just to even get started, like, I don't, I'm a drunk and I need to fix this. How do I get started? You know, like I'm happy to share resources, um, work with them myself. Um, you know, if, you know, find a, a community, maybe if they wanted to meet with people like where they live, if they're not in Wisconsin or Illinois, you know, do the research to like, you know, find a you know group of people for them to meet up with that sort of thing um yeah so yeah and that's when you know people are truly (laughs) passionate about what they do you know when they're saying to you you don't have to go to me but I can help you like yeah what I'm willing to do like you know that they are they just want you to have a better life and they're not necessarily in it for what they can gain like that's such a huge thing Um, yeah so and I I just wanted to ask really quickly, because I know we're at the top of the hour. So um, you you were putting, to, I think I saw on social media, you were putting together some type of like launch package, right? For a program. I I was, um, but I had, had that has sort of been put on the back burner. Um, but that's something so, you can look out for, for the future. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And yeah, like, you know, if, if people listen to this and they feel like they want to reach out to me, like they can absolutely reach out to me on, you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Um, and, you know, we can sort of work at a, at a grassroots level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Janice has moved, you know, cross States and, uh, you know, resituating in a new life. And yes. so, yeah, I know that that can change your business plans. So yeah. I would definitely follow her though and watch out because she has created from what I can tell on, this is my viewpoint (laughs) as an (laughs) average person, she has put together a, uh, a, a customized, you know, program that is going to benefit you with all, I mean, like, I know that she's gone and studied different things. I know that she is um, because of all this, the, the, I've been following her for a while. So I know that she's put together something very unique and custom and she's been there and she's already like helping people from the heart level. She's got it. Hmm. Well, I appreciate it, Ashley. Thank you. Yeah. I, um, my schedule will be changing again here in a couple of weeks with my, my, my regular, you know, 3d, 3d world job. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but that once my schedule changes again there, which should be in the next few weeks, um, I'm going to have my mornings to really focus on, you know, what I'm, you know, what I want to build for people like in my passion. Um, Cause I like, unfortunately I'm still at a place in my life where I have to work a job. Um, <laughs> and so, that's where almost all life coaches start off with. So anybody listening, all life coaches usually take two to three years to build their business. <laughs> And they're yes. maintaining two jobs and then they can switch over. I mean, yeah. Very common in this world. It's not like yes. you're a dentist and you get certified and you create this building and then within <laughs> six months you have a hundred clients. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, um, but yeah, I like, it's been like the last few months have been a little chaotic, but like I've, and this is where the whole like TCP and everything has just been amazing because it's like the habits that I created for myself I'm still still doing it yeah 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 and like even with all this change like I'm still you know showing up you know the best that I can and and you know doing what's right for me and you know helping whomever I can so it's it's coming together it's coming together so keep your eyes peeled and yeah 
All right. Shit, well, we'll I get will, going. I will have in the show notes the way that you can get a hold of Janice. If you would like to ask her questions, if you think that there's somebody out there that needs to hear this, you know, whatever it may be, we'll have some notes in the, the show notes. <laughs> um, but I want to, I want to touch really quickly because just, you know, I like to get your <laughs> points for the audience. So some of the things that I wrote down that I heard Janice say for tips that you can take away today and put in your life right now is part of recovery, wherever you are at in your journey, part of recovery is getting a community, moving your body, getting into a place where you can have the self-awareness of what you are feeling, what is going on. And then another step to that is to release it. Some of the ways that Janice suggested releasing it is through meditation, sitting in quiet time. Those are two different things, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I'm just letting the audience know that they accomplish two different things, even though they look the same. Yes. Um, <laughs> journaling was another thing that she listed. And then the last point was just think it through. So get into the habit of when you get to that, I, I have self-awareness, I'm feeling something happening in my body. And then you're getting into that. I'm willing to release it in that investigation stage. She's telling you to look at the long-term consequences of whatever action that you're doing, not just the short-term situation that you're facing. Yes. So, those That's are awesome, the, Ashley. the takeaway points from Janice, which I really appreciate you being on the show. And I know it will help a lot of people. If anything, it will help people just feel like they can breathe, knowing that they can go to somebody who's been there, that's not going to judge them, that um, has resources to be able to help them. Yeah. And it's in uh, recovery is possible for anybody. It's, I mean, it's, it's work. There's work involved. It's not magic. You know, it's... <laughs> it's not a magic pill pill. like I've taken all the magic pills and they didn't work like it takes this work I know all right is there anything you wanted to leave off with or is that what you want to leave off with that it's possible um yeah no it's possible and I I can't thank you enough for having me on here I think you're a beautiful soul Ashley I love that our paths have crossed I love that we're curly sisters um right (laughs) Early witch sisters. Um, no, I, I really appreciate you for having me on. This has been great. And uh, I love you. And I love, love you. seeing you grow. Same here. All right. <laughs> I'm going to sign off to you guys. I will see you next week. And you matter. Thank you for staying with me to the end of the podcast. My intention is for you to receive valuable content that leads you to create the life you desire. I certainly love sharing my gifts with you. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with your friends and loved ones if you found value in it? Also, it would be so helpful if you could leave a five-star review on Apple. I would greatly appreciate it. If you would like to be interviewed on this podcast, if you have a topic that you would like me to cover, or if you would like to work one-on-one with me, then DM me on my socials. Everything you need to find me is in the show notes. Make it a great day.